0: Hey there. So listen, I think it's highly likely that you are making an expensive mistake. In fact, I think a lot of us are making this expensive mistake and it's kind of like leaking money. And I want to share it with you. So come listen. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is and how you can stop it in this episode. Welcome to the roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there, welcome back. So I have to give you set you up for this episode because something that happened in my life, it's actually kind of an embarrassing, stupid story of something that happened in my life recently inspired this episode. And it it just gave me this giant aha moment. And of course, this was something I kind of knew already, but I didn't realize how operating in this manner causes all of us to waste so many precious assets all the time and that it's completely unnecessary. And it actually creates a lot of chaos in our life. So to set you up for this Episode. I have to out myself in this ridiculous thing I did, but um, about a month ago, I hosted a retreat for our mastermind members in Florida. In this giant house, it was massive, and it was totally lovely. the The setting was lovely. The members were lovely. It was just a great time. I think we all walked away feeling inspired and ready to. To uh go out and conquer the world. But this house that uh I rented when I got there on Thursday, the night before the mastermind started, it was on my ra- it was raining, and it was on my radar that the spa, so there was a big spa in the in the yard and uh, a pool, and it was on my radar that this spa was running. And I was like, well, I'll deal with that tomorrow. But but in truth, that, that stupid spa was running the whole time. So it, as you know, it's really hot in Florida. It rained every day. But this spa was, I don't know what it was set at, probably 100 degrees. And it, it was running and bubbling the whole time we were there. And it was driving me a little bit crazy. Uh, maybe a lot crazy. First of all, because I kept thinking about what a waste of power what a waste of water that this is somebody's property and the wear and tear on this, the the motor on the spa was crazy. Like it was just going 24 hours a day and it was, it was running when I got there. So who knows how long it was running before I got there anyway. And plus I had to go find a hose and fill it up every day because it was evaporating and it was you know going to be to the point where it was sucking air and that might ruin something. And so over the course of, I was there from Thursday night to uh Monday night. So over the course of that time, I literally had three conversations with the property manager about this spa because it was driving me nuts. And I just thought, this is so wasteful and it's so simple. Like, can you not come and fix this? Like, I don't know, turn it off. And You know, I can tell you about the results. It wasn't great. But anyway, it was like, oh, we're going to send someone or, oh, I'm going to make a note to have the timer replaced, la, 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 la. But during that weekend, I was super busy. So I was time crunched and I was multitasking all of the time where I wasn't with our members. And so I was distracted and busy pretty much that whole time. And it was so fun and it was amazing. And I loved it. But my entire focus was on making sure that the people that came had a great experience, that they got what they needed. And, you know, they were fed well, and they were comfortable, all those things. That was where my focus was. But just imagine there's a whole wall of windows. And behind me, this stupid spa is bubbling for, you know, I don't know, more than 72 hours. And I had been bothered enough to call, you know, the people three times, but that was and fill it up. But that was it. And so I was there with people right through till Monday evening. And on Tuesday morning, that was the morning I had to check out and go to my next meeting. That was the first time I was all alone in that house, and I was only there for a couple of hours before I had to check out. But it was quiet. And what I realized was, you know, the phase of my, you know, making sure our members had a great experience. The That, getting that delivered was done. And so I had this kind of quiet time before I had to go on to my next thing. And I was packed up and that darn spot was still running and it was still driving me crazy. And I'm not handy. Like I can barely work the TV unless I'm really motivated to find out what, you know, to watch something. So I would almost always default to someone else with with that kind of thing. But I decided, oh, and I had taken down the child fence and realized that I might get charged to put it back. So I also was out there doing that. But I decided I'm just going to look at this and see if there's anything I can do to stop that. And so I had a look around and finally I found where the timer was on the wall and the timer was just stuck. That's all that was wrong with this fall is that the timer was stuck and all i really had to do was manually just twist the timer back to zero and it stopped so it was a problem that could have been solved a long time ago but because i was so focused on a million other things like juggling all the other things that were taking my time i couldn't deal with one more thing i just i that was my solution was well that's not i'm going to get someone i'm going to get someone To look after that, I went looking for someone to solve that problem. And in fact, I tried three times each time. I relied on somebody else to solve that problem. And so the results I got were kind of crappy. Like I did get people saying, well, we're going to order a new timer. (laughs) We're going to, I'm going to send someone over, blah, blah, blah. But I was looking for someone to solve my problem. And I did that. I took the time out of my day three times to make that happen. And on on Tuesday morning when it was quiet I was like, "Oh. This reminds me of how we go looking for solutions in our businesses. We're overwhelmed, we're exhausted, we're unclear on you know how to resolve a problem, and there's always something super noisy in our businesses and in our lives calling for our attention, but we know we've got this nagging problem. We've got a bubbling spa. It's driving us a little bit bonkers, but we, we just want to solve the problem. We want to stop the noise. And so we look to solve that problem. I want to assign the result to someone else. And, and here's the thing. That is the problem right there. That's the problem. Because we can assign work to someone else, but when we are small businesses like us and we don't have a giant team, we really can't assign the outcome to someone else. And and in all honesty, so I, I think my business, the social sales girls, would still be considered a small business, but I have a big team. <laughs> and I find it even with my big team that I still need to own the result. I still need to make a note to check up, um, you know, be really clear on what it is that I want. And if I don't, I can't guarantee that I'm going to get a good result. So that's the problem right there is that we want to just hand that problem over on a platter to someone else and run, get back to the stuff that we, you know, that that is taking up our time and attention at the moment. And so what I wanted to share with you, and I, I, it might not be a perfectly aligned story with what I'm talking about now with our businesses, but it, it was so clear to me that we just can't abdicate responsibility. If we want the result, we can't abdicate the responsibility. We can't hire someone and just say, fix it with like, just make noise and not follow through. We can't abdicate. Our responsibility. And yet we do this all the time. Not like it's not exclusive. Like people, high functioning people do this too, just going to say. And what it looks like for us is we hire someone, say we hire someone to run our social media, and then we hand it all over to them and we leave it at that. And when we do communicate, we come swooping in with some sort of an emergency, something that we need right now or we might do it with advertising. We might hire someone to run our ads and say, "Well, that's that solved. I've got that looked after. I've got an expert on the case." But what happens usually is you don't have a clue whether they're solving the problem or they're not solving the problem or it feels like they're solving the problem because you might be getting some sales or some results and then as soon as it stops, you've got a problem. You don't understand why and you don't have you don't have any footing to go back to them and say, okay, what's changed? How can we fix this? You just don't, you're just not invested. You're absent. And so the reason I'm sharing all this with you, the reason I think it's so important is I want you to just sit with this for a little bit. But I think that going halfway with something is a waste of your time. Like that 45 minutes or whatever I took to hunt down those people, to tell them that that stupid spa was running 24 hours a day and it's a waste, that time I took was a total waste of time. And so what I want to encourage you to do is decide what's important and then block off the time for that. Decide what is important and then understand that the time is not going to magically appear block off the time. It may be that it's not important now. And it may be that you think that you have too many things, that uh, you can't decide what's important and focus on that. But the truth is, it's going to happen whether you whether you decide or not. So decide what what's important to you and block off the time. Now, that doesn't mean you can't hire an expert. Understand that you can hire an expert, and it makes sense to hire an expert. But if you want to get what you paid for, you need to participate. You can't just hand it over. So, when you think about this, and this is where I'll put this in the show notes so that you can see it. This is where, when you are hiring someone, whether it's to build you a landing page, whether it's to build you a website, whether it's to Run your email campaigns, whether it's to run your ads, whether it's to do your social media. Here's what you need to do first you need to decide what is the outcome that I'm looking for? What will be successful? What will make this successful for me today? Decide what that looks like and describe it. And then you have to go to the expert and you have to get them to buy in that that's even possible. You know, one of the things that I do in my mastermind program is we do a strategic plan. And so I have everyone do their desired outcome for various segments of their business and then have a meeting with them. to. And it's for buy-in. It's to say, hey, is this possible? Is this something that I can do in this amount of time? Because you're hiring the expert for their expertise. And so you want to say, this is what I'm hoping. This is the outcome I'm looking for. This will make me feel like I'm successful. And I'm making progress. Do you see this as a possibility? Like what makes sense? So get buy-in from the expert. And then you got to take it a step further and you have to find a way to measure those results so that it's not, it's not subjective. It's like you can say, okay, this, this tells me I'm getting good results. This tells me we've got a problem and we have to have a meeting to see what's happened, what's changed, how we can resolve it so i think those three things are really important decide on the outcome that you're looking for and communicate it get buy in from the expert make sure they think it's even possible like if they don't think it's possible change the outcome change what success looks like or decide that that's not what you're doing right now you you get to choose find a way to measure those results you really need a way to measure results not just for you but for the person you're hiring so that they know that there is a standard here that you're looking for. It's not just show up. It's here's what I'm looking for. This is the outcome I want. Every time you meet with them, you come back to those results. It really creates a professional arrangement, but it helps you get what you paid for. So the next thing is super important. And I see this uh, happen all the time. And I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute. It's ask them what they need from you to be successful. What do they need from you to be successful? And the reason I'm mentioning it is because we have several people who are on our team and coaches inside of the inner circle who are also service providers. And the number one thing they will tell me that it makes it hard for them to do their job is they are waiting for what they need from the client who hired them, the person who's paying them. And my advice to them is, well, that doesn't mean that you don't get paid. You know They have to understand that you can't do your job without, uh, without th- those resources. And so make sure you get really clear on what they need from you and when so that they can be successful. And then the next thing is give it to them. <laughs> Don't make them chase you for it. Give it to them. Don't make them chase you for a meeting. Don't make them chase you for assets. Don't make them chase you for login to accounts. Make it easy to work with you. Make it easy because if you do that, you'll get your money's worth. You'll get what you paid for. And then the last thing is demonstrate to that service provider that you are invested because if you, you're it, with more than just your money, <laughs> because if you are invested and you take the time to review what the results, go back to the outcome. Ask them what their next steps are. Ask them if there's anything you can do to make their job easier. When you do that and they see that you're invested, they will be more invested. They will be more invested in getting your work done first. They will be more invested in reporting to you that we're actually successful or we're not successful and here's what we need to do. They will know that you're paying attention. So when I talk about wasting money, this is exactly what I mean. I mean, we we pay for something whether we pay for training or we pay for a service provider or we pay for a course even and then we don't block the time to do it we don't give it our attention we don't decide that it's important and we don't get what we paid for but it's not almost always but not in every case but almost always it's not because we didn't get deliver delivery of what we paid for it's because we Abdicated responsibility. And so I want you to onboard this because I think it happens in our lives and I think it happens in our businesses. And you know, when I think about the inner circle, which is just just the most lovely place, full of you know people who are working hard on their business, I think I think that that it's true there too. Like I think when we have a little exit survey when people leave the inner circle, And the number one reason people leave is because they say they don't have time, but yet they've been paying for it. And again, like it's so easy to make progress when you have everything you need to do it. So even if you're in the inner circle, even for you in the inner circle, what is the outcome you'd like in the next 30 days? Define that success. In the next 30 days, I would like to have X, Y, Z. For example, this month, we're working on lead generation. Super, super important. My success is in the next 30 days. I would like to have 200 more people on my email list or 150 more people on my email list. But figure out what that success looks like to you in hard numbers. Figure out how you're going to measure your results, whether you were successful or not. Ask what you need to be successful. What training do you need? Do you need to book a one on one coaching call? Do you need to show up and do the session? Do you need to vet? that for your first time doing this work, does it make sense that you could potentially get 150 new contacts? Figure out what's normal. And you can certainly ask that in the inner circle, super easy. But but do that. Get buy-in that this is possible. Make it easy for us to help you. Show up, pay attention, ask questions, implement. Demonstrate that you are invested in the result. And then our team can help you be more successful. It's easier for them. And so that's just an example of the inner circle. But but really, it's everything in life. If you decide to pay for something, don't pay for it and think you've solved the problem. You have to pay for something and you have to be invested in the outcome. So that's all I have today. So I hope I've left you with some food for thought about how I guess really what I'm sharing with you is that I think that number one, we all need to do less and do it better. But number two, we have to understand that nobody's going to solve our problems for us. We have to solve our problems. We can hire help and we can get great help. But if we are not invested in the result, then we're not going to get the outcome we want. And so, I want to leave you with that. I hope you all have a lovely week. I want to put this list in, in the show notes because I think it's important. I want you to go have a look and think about this with whatever it is you're working on, or if you are hiring someone, or if you're going to buy a course, make sure that you go through these steps and you can, I'm sure that you will increase your chances of success like multiple times. See you all soon. Hey there, are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating, you know you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped, wondering what you're missing and what it's gonna take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I wanna share a free workshop I made for you. Before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want, and you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is thesocialsalesgirls.com sales every day. I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.